everybody, I'm Maya, I'm Melissa, and I'm Olivia, and we're here to take you back to your, your twilight, twilight phase. <laughs> what's new, um, what's new? What's new, what's new? Olivia has a cat, like, on her lap. I just sat to her me. lap. It's cute. Uh, she's beautiful. I got this new chair for the corner of my room so that I can specifically so that I could, like, view direct sunlight <laughs> every day. <laughs> Turns out that happens too early. Um, I, I, But I have sat here in the morning a couple of times. I don't get direct sunlight, but I can, like, see the sky, and I think it's a good move for the winter, so. Yeah, you need to, you need to make the most of what you got. And I'm, you know, obviously it is dark by the time I'm done working. And I'm usually very bad at going for a walk during lunch. So. The cats also really love this chair, um, (laughs) which is cute. But then sometimes I, like, kick them out because I want to sit on it. (laughs) It's my chair that I bought for myself. Yeah. The glory of having cats. They can get a job. (laughs) Nobody wants to work anymore. Yeah, I sure don't. (laughs) Me Yeah, like cats. (laughs) I was thinking the other day, I really miss being furloughed. Um... (laughs) Don't say that too loud. Don't don't tell anybody, but uh, it did it did definitely work out with the extra pandemic. With the with stipend, the, like yeah. I was making more money. I was making working. more money being furloughed, and I was physically not allowed to work. It was yeah. so. You know great. what? This no is a guilt. great transition because I would like to tell the listeners a little update about what's going on in the publishing industry. Hell yeah, listeners! The people who make the books that you know and love, the people that made Twilight, us. not Stephanie Meyer, us, the people at the publishing houses. We are overworked, we are severely underpaid, and the appreciation, it is not there. It is not there. Uh, we but do our jobs for the passion of how much we love literature. Ugh. Yeah, and Ooh, I love whatever. paying my rent with passion. Yeah. <laughs> possible. Goes over ev- well every time. Every single time. So, HarperCollins, which is one of the biggest publishing houses in the world world, um their union is on strike right now until they can reach a fair contract with harper so they're asking for better wages a commitment to diversity efforts um like a more flexible work structure right like the possibility of working from home um i only knew the other one has to do with their like union security clause which i don't know any details about but it's important thing yeah um so if you love books and we know that you probably do unless you're <laughs> listening to twilight phase having only watched the movies which would be hilarious, hilarious. That'd be so very strange. um you can and should support the harper union if you just like google harper collins union they have a bunch of stuff that you can do you can write an email to their people team encouraging them to reach a fair contract if you're in new york you can go stop by the picket line i was there for a few hours today um there's you can donate to their strike fund there's a lot you can do like i am so proud of them for like doing the hard scary work of trying to make our industry better for everybody so solidarity go support oh i just wanted to put in that um the union is not asking people to boycott harpercollins books because they don't want to hurt the harpercollins authors so a lot of authors have supported the union and what they're doing and there are other ways to support but that is not one that they're asking people to do just as a note fyi um i had only recently come to know that HarperCollins had a union um that was new information to me like a number of months ago um i was under the impression that none of us had unions well trade wise but I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, let's go. It's really cool. It and for your reference, listeners, the starting salary currently at HarperCollins is $45,000 a year. Now, 
Um, if what you are not working of New York City, yeah, cost of living in New York is like low like low mid sixties, right? Yeah. Like Probably a living like wage in New York is in the sixties. So if you're making forty five thousand dollars, that's, that's not okay. Like when I first moved to the city, I lived in an apartment where I had to sleep in like winter gear because it was so Oof. cold. Like. My first apartment didn't have a door or a window. Oh my god. Or my Oh my god. It was so messed up. It did have You were living in an alcove. It did have a doorway. It had a doorway. And I put up a curtain. But I had no door. Because I don't know, I guess having no window, it was like a fire hazard to have a door. I mean it's definitely not a room. It's not a room. Not a bed. The Melissa so. Shermers of HarperCollins deserve <laughs> doors and windows. And windows. <laughs> Both. And Harper reported record profits last year. Yeah, they are so not hurting. That. And the union is only asking to raise the starting salary to 50000 which is still no money. Which is still not enough, but whatever. <laughs> so that's what's up. That's Woo! What's up. what's up with you guys? About you, Melissa. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll talk about this on the pod. Um, I had a man tell me that he would be my lover today. <laughs> so... I really want to emphasize the fact that <laughs> Melissa and I had this conversation, and she was like, "Well, that's just like over." And I was like, "Why yeah. would he be like... DMing you about nothing if this wasn't like maybe not over?" <laughs> and she was like. Really? <laughs> and I was like, just well, like text him. What do you con- Hold on. Can I give some context yeah, of, of you can. when <laughs> I messaged this man shortly after the the first and only time that we hooked up? He messaged back and apologized and said he was just really like trying to avoid people right now. Right. And, that, and it, he like kind of relate to. He like didn't text you for like a while, right? Yeah, he didn't text me for like, a while. He was, like, he was sorry, like, I was busy. He's like, yeah, I'm just really uh, avoiding people right now. I'm really overwhelmed by life. You know, like when life gets really <laughs> overwhelming. Yeah. Okay. Again, same. <laughs> yeah, I do. But know. I was like, I was like, okay, well, him telling me that is him essentially being like, I'm not interested in continuing this relationship. Okay, but then. You were like, listen, if you're not vibing, that's fine. And he was like, no, it's not it. I'm just Yeah, like, and I was like, busy. okay, well, he's just an idiot. So then. you handed him an out on a silver platter. And he, and he said, it. I don't want that out. Okay, but then Get he just continued to not talk to me. So I was like, all right, yeah. well, whatever. Yes, that's what people do. <laughs> but, I mean, Olivia... he is on, like, a lot of drugs, right? Oh, yeah, he takes a lot of drugs. So that might contribute. But um, I brought this up in, like, a self-deprecating joke of, like, oh, yeah, you know, that cutie who doesn't want to sleep with me anymore? And Olivia was like, that's probably not true. Yeah, I was was like, like, what's the evidence that you have? And she was like, he hasn't reached back out and said, let's hook up again. And I was like, yeah, of course, nobody wants to get rejected. People don't do that. And I was like, also, you also haven't done that, right? Well, no, because like, he told no, me he's why would I do that? people. <laughs> well, this is like, I am a person. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair. But then, like, two days ago, you said he DM'd you on yeah, Instagram about literally nothing, and you talked about nothing, and then it went yeah. nowhere. Which, like, what else... What sure. else? What you, sure. Which was the, the convincing thing. And so yesterday, I messaged him, and I was like... Hi, are you still avoiding people slash overwhelmed by the world? <laughs> um, what did he say? I hope he never Immediately to said it. hi. Immediately said hi. Um, Immediately. And, let's see. Let me bring it up. He said, hi. Um, I'm spacing myself, which I took to mean as like he's... Like pacing himself? Like pacing himself or interacting with He'll people. He'll only see some people sometimes. <laughs> I get it. Spacing. Like, he's putting he's distance still, between himself still putting and other humans. putting distance between himself and others. And I was like, okay, well... <laughs> uh, I was just trying to get a sense on if you want to, like, hang sometime in, like, a very casual way. 
And he messaged me back today and was like, hi, we can definitely casual hang if you like. He's like, I don't mind being your lover. And I was like, ah! You know what they say. So if he wants to be your lover, (laughs) back out with your friends. He hasn't done that yet, but (laughs) I don't want forever. get with my I don't think she wants it to last. Friendship never ends. No, this is Friendship never ends. My first ever booty call that I instantly I I am proud of you. I also like that it happened like in the middle of the day and you didn't like see him in the following 24 hours but I'm still really proud of you. The middle of like a busy work day. (laughs) I love it. So I booty called and he replied and was like yeah, I'll be your lover. I told you. <laughs> so I'll keep y'all posted on that. But uh, I might have a lover now. Who knows? Wow. He should update his business cards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boys are dumb. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> you know who else is dumb? Uh, who? Who, ma? Us for reading Breaking Dawn. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah! <laughs> This book is stupid. I mean, this chapter was good, actually. This chapter but... is better than all the other chapters we have read. Mm. In I this book? stand by that. Yes. I don't know. I stand by that. Whose turn is it to I recap? think it's my turn. Yeah, I'm pretty it. sure it's Melissa. Um, let me pull out my ebook. Well, it's good timing. It was your favorite chapter so far. I mean, that doesn't mean I thought it was, like, good. <laughs> but, um, okay. Chapter 20. New. Um, so, we pick up right where the last one left off. Bella opened her eyes. She's seeing now. Um, guess what? She has amazing vision! And can see literally everything that's ever existed! <laughs> She can see an eighth color, which will never get brought up again, but I'm so curious about. I think about that all the time. (laughs) But, you know, we're dumb humans. We wouldn't even be able to comprehend an eighth color, even if she tried to describe it to us. So, um... I could do it. (laughs) If she would describe it, I could do it. (laughs) Or just... Are just mushy human brains. Are smooth, smooth human brains. <laughs> just cannot comprehend the just magic that is surrounding all of us in our daily lives, and that is essentially the whole point of this chapter. Um, we get so many descriptions of dust. So <laughs> many. <laughs> Lots of dust. Guess what? I'm sure there's like billions of dust modes in the air, and she can see and count each one. Um, she, she can see does... the side that the light is hitting. Yeah, she can see side sides of dust. <laughs> it sounds like too much. Like, it sounds unpleasant. <laughs> I know. I don't want to see all the dust around me. Like, dust is I don't want to see everything <laughs> always. Like... <laughs> but, um, anyway, so she can also smell a lot of shit, feel a lot of shit, um, and essentially she's like awakened to all these things and then someone touches her and she's like whoa i don't know what that touches and she's lightning fast and goes to the wall and is in a defensive crouch and is like hissing because she's a vampire now (laughs) um and then in a less than a split second she realizes her mistake and that edward who touched her wouldn't feel cold anymore so you know what we're just really in on all this vampire jam uh she like slowly kind of approaches edward or he slowly approaches her and she's like amazed at how blind she's been her entire life she thought edward was perfect before now she knows better guess what he's still perfect (laughs) i just (laughs) it was just it was a lot but uh everything is just amazing and she talks to edward about how like kind of overwhelming things are and they're all like and everyone else is in the room too and they're like okay we need to get you to go feed because that thirst of yours is probably killing you and she's like yeah it's kind of annoying (laughs) Uh, so 
everyone really wants her to feed because, and they're really expecting her to be like, you know, like really, I don't know, moody and only thirst centered and just like not really herself. And that's what she's expecting of herself too. But she feels like herself, so that's nice. Um, she asks a lot of questions, like, where's Renezme downstairs? Can I see her? No, because she is a heart and blood, and you'll probably want to eat her. And Jake's still here? Wow, that's so weird. Can we talk about that? No, you need to feed. <laughs> um, and so, like, essentially that is, she also sees herself in the mirror and doesn't recognize herself really at all, which I actually thought was a really cool moment. You know, she's beautiful, but she's like, that's not me. And I'm like, yeah, girl. You gotta relearn how to love yourself. Um, and uh, I don't know. Then they go leave to feed. The end. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give you a ten on vibes. Okay, cool. Even though there are a couple things that you missed, including sure. Bella being immediately horny and being like, <laughs> I didn't think You're I was right. gonna get to do that. Right. I and then they about make out immediately horny. <laughs> they make out in front of the family, and then she's like, Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Even though she now has an infinite Even brain that infinite can't forget brain. anything. <laughs> Um, honestly, I also wanted to give you a 10 <laughs> because I was like, is it perfectly comprehensive? No, but I like don't really care at all. So. I don't care at all. <laughs> so 10. Double Thank 10. you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's there... like so much there's, there's to talk about. A lot. Okay. One thing that I noted and I did text you guys immediately was I was like, how did I not remember that this chapter is essentially what all of Midnight Sun was? <laughs> but, like, every detail about everything. Yeah. Midnight Sun was, like, this chapter on steroids. Right. But, but like, truly, she does a lot of things in a 64th of a second. Also, are your cats, like, having the zoomies right now? <laughs> yes! Tuna is having the zoomies right now. I don't know what she's doing. Tuna, come here. Tuna. Tuna. You know what? Bella also kind of has the zoomies. <laughs> Bella does have the zoomies. She's bouncing all around that She's room. She's bouncing all around. Guess what? She's super fast now. Who would have thunk? Um, she's also stronger than Edward. She, like, hugs him, and he's like, Ooh. ow. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> My favorite part was when she was like, it's like I had never seen Edward before. Like, oh God, I no. thought he was beautiful when I was human. And I wanted her to be like, turns out he was ugly. With my vampire eyes, he was hideous. Where's the butt here? I was like, the logical next step is that, you know, he was just nothing compared to what he is now, which is actually beautiful. And I'm like, guess what, Bella? He could be beautiful with your human eyes and beautiful with your vampire eyes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she also, like, is already barely remembering her human memories that happened two days yeah. ago. Like, she everything's like, kind of blurry, blurry and faded. Baby. So she, like, tries to think about all the time that she spent with Edward so that she'll remember it. And that, of course, takes about half a second. Oh, half a second. And she's like, great, lockdown. <laughs> Done. Um, she's, even the birth is, like, kind of hazy, which is wild. It, it is, it really struck me how she does not have a postpartum experience. Like, her stomach is flat, her body is, like, healed and perfect and stronger than ever, and also she can't be with her daughter right now because they're like, what if you want to eat her? Right. So it's a very, like, strange... And she had such a short pregnancy. Like, just right. overall, this is, like, a very strange experience of motherhood. Oh, yeah. totally. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we should try to go th- through this, like, more linearly. But, like... We probably I mean, should. It's just so hard. <laughs> I know. There's just so many details. But, like, you know, she wakes up on the table. And, you know, that's when she starts to notice all the dust. What's dust? That's when she looks at dust a lot. It is true. Like, I don't know how you would describe a color that we can't see, but it is kind of wild to, like, drop this in and then (laughs) never... (laughs) Like, all of Midnight Sun, I don't remember ever hearing about anything An ape color. (laughs) Did you remember anything that was UV colored? Because I don't. If I did, I blocked it out. 
what I was thinking about with the dust. Okay, I'll I'll read it. Um, I could see the dust motes in the air, the sides the light touched, and the dark sides distinct and separate. They spun like little planets, moving around each other in a celestial dance. The dust was so beautiful that I inhaled in shock. Um, I just kept thinking, like, I bet if vampires could get high, this would be so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Great point. I did also, she talks about the dust a lot throughout the chapter, and in another paragraph, she says, I did not need the air, but I liked it. I could taste the room around me, taste the lovely dust motes. I was like, like, ew. That's ew. (laughs) Dust is just dirt and dead skin, yo. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we get a lot of info about dust. um, Yeah, and then just like a, a smidgen of thirst. She's like, the smell made my throat burn dryly, a faint echo of the venom burn. Okay, wait. I want to I wanna back up just a little bit, because, like, she introduces this taste of blood without telling you it's blood, and at first I was like, what the fuck is oh. she describing? <laughs> That's what she's talking yeah. about. So, she can taste Ooh. a faint hint of something warm and desirable, and I was like, Edward? No. <laughs> something that should be moist, but wasn't, and I was oh. like, not Edward. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, oh, is it blood? Dried blood? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I thought I thought you were talking about this other part. Uh, the smell made my throat burn dryly, a faint echo of the venom burn, though the scent was tainted by the bite of chlorine and ammonia. And most of all, I could taste an almost honey lilac and sun-flavored scent that was the strongest thing, the closest thing to me. Is that, that, is that her? Oh, I thought that was Is that Edward? Edward? Is that blood? Is that her own blood? He doesn't have blood anymore. Their breath mixed with the scent that was something just off honey and lilac and sunshine, bringing new flavors. I'm pretty sure Then there's just, like, a long list of (laughs) random scents. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, I don't think they'd all go together. (laughs) Like, it doesn't sound nice. Is that Renesmee? But it's closest to her? I literally don't know what she's smelling. So, I think this, the... Most of all, she could taste the almost honey lilac. Like I think that's Edward, and underneath Edward it, smells like honey lilac and the sun. Yeah, and then separately, she uh, smells this uh, warm and desirable thing that should be moist. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think it's strange that they don't eat food, but a lot of their like positive smells are, are food, food related? related? That's true. Like cinnamon, pear, rising bread, vanilla, apple. I mean, I guess you can smell those things without having to eat them. Yeah, but they taste bad, right? I think the fact that eating tastes bad to them is just kind of dumb. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. (laughs) I I do agree with that. Um, But, oh, and she can, like, hear that the TV downstairs has been muted, um, and like can hear ostensibly someone down there rosalie um and she still doesn't mention anything about hearing other heartbeats which i thought was interesting not to mention here when she mentions rosalie because i'm like there are two people with heartbeats downstairs and she can hear a car on the freeway so i don't know why she's not hearing the heartbeats right like i hate to like, there's a lot of pressure put on mothers. There's a lot of unfair expectations. Bella is a whole person outside of her motherhood. But I was kind of like, Bella, you're a bad mom. <laughs> like, you're, like, not thinking about your kid, like, okay, at all. she has a lot going on, okay? <laughs> she's, she's dead she's now. She <laughs> became a vampire. She just died in... She's hearing rap music on the freeway, but hasn't yet noted the heartbeat <laughs> in the daughter. house. And it's just contrary to the fact that, uh, like, a chapter before, or two chapters before this, Renesmee was, like, her whole reason for any of this happening, and so her not thinking about Renesmee at all here is like, wait, I thought, she was like, wow, I can, I'm still entirely me and all my stuff, and I'm like, okay, but yeah, what about that, I don't know, baby you were obsessed with? 
Okay, but we were only getting Bella from other people's perspective, and all she cared about was the baby. Meanwhile, in her head, she was having a whole she didn't fucking give a life. Fuck about the baby. Well, no. In her head, <laughs> she was like, "I want to get laid." <laughs> she also had other thoughts. She was also horny. I do. I do. Yeah, she that. literally was. <laughs> we heard about it. Yeah. Um. So then she feels Edward, and Edward is not cold, and that's when she, like, jumps off the table, runs to the wall, but don't worry, one sixteenth of a second later, she figured it out. (laughs) Everyone's scared, and she's like, why are they all scared? Oh, yeah, it's me. She does say about a sixteenth of a second (laughs) later. Um, Oh, but look at that. She says, I saw every dust moat. She still sees the dust, y'all. Just FYI, it's still there. This... This whole time, they're really expecting Bella to be this, like, bloodthirsty newborn that's gonna, like, sprint out the door and find the nearest human to eat or, like, attack them because she can't think straight. And she really is just like, oh, sorry, I'm just a little confused. (laughs) A little overwhelmed. Just gotta catch up. (laughs) Like, yeah, suddenly I can hear and see and think about everything in the universe. Um, It's just gonna, just give me a second. Yeah, she's, she literally is like, maybe I could, like, sleep with Edward before I go get a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, and so, and then she held her pose for an eighth of a second. Um, so we're really getting into the minutia of seconds here Ugh. and how long it takes to do literally every okay. single thing she does. <laughs> Here's the thing. As a human being, I can't even tell you how long a second is. I know. <laughs> So, like, just because your brain can conceive of a 64th of a second, why would you know what a 64th of a second was? But she knows now. She just knows. She just knows now. She knows everything. Yeah. I I did so. I had a question in that. So, you know, obviously Bella went, she was startled, and she went immediately into, like, crouch and hiss mode. Um. And that kind of shows up again in different areas. Like, she's shown, like, all of a sudden she has these, you know, vampire instincts. Which I did um, think was cool. Like I did how think it was cool, but I also, like, I was like, how does that part happen? I'm like, it's your an entire body just, like, changes and now all of a sudden you're like, I, mean, I gotta crouch and hiss? Well, you're like a predator now. You know? I just can't imagine, I don't know... I mean, I can't imagine any of the things that happen in this book. But, like... I feel like it's, like, how every, like, human, like, all around the world knows about smiling, you know? Like, it's literally... It's just an instinct. Like, it's just within you now. Sure. True. Okay. Okay. I guess I can get behind that. But she, Uh, like, she's full vampire, y'all. Not, like... Yeah, she sure is. these. (laughs) Um... She, like, she's, like, oh, like, I assumed that, you know, because, like, they were all, all her family is, like, cautiously dealing with her. And so she's, like, there must be a threat. And so she, like, her n- n- nose flares because she's, like, I got to send out the threat. And I was just, like, wow, we're in full vampire instincts. That's wild. And then she's, like, oh, it's me. <laughs> yeah. miss <laughs> me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she, like. This whole time, she doesn't say anything because she's waiting to use her first words to say "I love you" to Edward. (laughs) I don't know if that's a conscious choice or just how it's worked out, but her voice sounds like bells. Bells. Like, what does that even mean? Tinkle, tinkle. I've never heard anyone's (laughs) voice sound like a bell, and I can't imagine it. I find it so distracting (laughs) when books say that voices sound like bells, because I don't understand. (laughs) She had a voice like a wind chime. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. She had a voice like a (laughs) foghorn. Yeah, and then uh, they literally make out right in front of everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, she's yeah, like, she's oh my god, Edward. he's so beautiful. He's so fucking hot. Wow, I still want to <laughs> bone him. Who knew that that was ever going to happen ever again? I, I thought I was only going to be thirsty. Like, oh yeah, I guess I'm kind of thirsty, but like, we should bone. But we should have sex right now. <laughs> and then I can pay attention to the 
dust motes, but oh, I forgot <laughs> that all of his brothers and his dad are right there. <laughs> oh, God. But she says, once again, only a whole second had passed. So. Of course. <laughs> but there was a lot of kissing in that second, and it was really good. And guess what? It was like no kissing she's ever experienced in her totally whole different. life. I did think it was funny. She, like, turns to Edward and goes, you've been holding out on me. And yeah. he was like, yeah, you were human. <laughs> like, yeah, that was <laughs> the whole point. That was literally the whole we, reason. It's the only thing we talked about for, like, five months. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, five books. <laughs> oh, but I did love, like, that we had this whole moment of her, like, wondering at, like, how much she loved Edward and how beautiful he was. So I was like, oh, it feels like Twilight again. Yeah, I, I like them together. Yeah, and like Carlisle is like, what an interesting little experiment you are. <laughs> Tell me everything. Oh my god, yeah. So then she continues to lie about how the morphine worked. I don't understand. Terrible. Like, she still can't stand to tell Edward that she was ever in any pain. As she transformed into a vampire, the most painful experience known to humankind. Right. So and she just she... kind of pretends that she barely remembers it and that it was great. And Carlisle was like, wow, that's amazing. And then she's like, well, I'll have to tell Carlisle in case he ever needs to create another vampire. Which, like, probably he won't. And I was like, for forever? Like, for based forever? on... That doesn't make any sense. Based on all of you being in, in couples already? Like, uh, what? He's created yeah, like, so many. By, like, this timeline? Like, oh my I, God. I mean, at this rate? Yeah. yeah. He's gonna have so many. And, like, I, and she even says at one point, you know, the fear, the pain, the uncertainties, the waiting, all of it was behind us. And I was like, clearly not. Miss, I'm going to lie in the first minute of being realivened. <laughs> I just think it's so silly. You know what? I'm all for, like, open communication. And the point is that she was ready to go through this hardship to be with her vampire love. And right. she did it. And I don't Guess think what? that she should have She's to She's never going to have to do this again. So what's the point right. in yeah, being Yeah, just tell like, him. Like, yeah, it was the yeah, it was, worst. It was, but it was, the it was worst. worth <laughs> Yeah, here we are. We're it's over, over now. It's back. It's back. I, I, I told you to. I, I, I yeah. made you do it. Yeah, because so. I didn't tell you that I knew it would be bad ahead of time. Because apparently I knew that. So, <laughs> Bella's a big old dummy. Um, and then we do get my favorite line, which is one that I texted you guys, which is, Bella's like, how do you feel, Bella? Or Bella's like, Carlisle's like, Bella, how do you feel? And Bella says, or to herself, I considered that for a 64th of a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, girlfriend, we just say, get it. <laughs> I thought about it. Like, <laughs> I don't have to know how long it was for. A 64th of a second? <laughs> Why is that so annoying? <laughs> it's so annoying. Because it's like you get it. It's not. It's just that every time she brings up like the amount of time, it just is like a teenier and teenier and teenier amount of time to the point where it's getting more and more ridiculous as we go on. Like, <laughs> all right, I got it. Go <laughs> real fast. We're just real fast brain. <laughs> Uh, maybe it feels then, like maybe it feels like showing and not telling even though there's no way in a book to tell how much time has passed unless they tell you right. like instantaneously right you could say instantaneously and that would be exactly the same as a 64th of a second because there was no difference to us yeah, because I can't conceive of a 64th of a second anyway. We can't conceive of that. So, like, which is the point, which is why she said it. <laughs> but does she need to say it? Like, also, I mean, she. Maybe there it's are just a lot too of, often. There are a lot of repetitions, I notice. Like, also, every time Bella says she takes a breath, she it's with comma, unnecessarily. Like, oh, my yeah, God. We know you don't need to breathe. <laughs> like, maybe she, maybe she could be like, and then I noticed that I hadn't been breathing. That's right. weird. Like, that would be the weird part. The like, breathing wouldn't be weird. The not breathing would be weird. Right. And, like, the like it makes sense that she would still have breathing as just, like, a, a I don't know, a reflexive habit. 
you've been doing it your whole life and like it smelling things serves you right so like breathing she said she likes breathing she likes so like you don't have to say i'm really that. good at that too i'm really good at everything <laughs> so like every time you breathe you don't have to then add comma unnecessarily <laughs> yeah we fucking know <laughs> so there's that whole part of it combined with the fact that she is unnaturally in control of herself and unconcerned about drinking blood right which i also find mildly annoying of course she's just a perfect vampire she's like too perfect i want her to struggle i mean i know like the turning itself was a struggle but like not really i mean we heard a whole chapter about how much pain she was in but, but that's like, not, like, emotional turmoil. Right. That's not, like, you know, I don't know. There's just, like, she has all these, like, traumatic moments that, like, happen in, like, vacuums of, like, mm. her birth and changing. But, like, it, she's in fine after all of it. And there's no, like, having to deal with it to, uh-huh. uh, I don't know, grow to... What was it we, we were saying that Jacob never has to do? He never has to... Uh, more cope cope was that cope. it cope yeah so i don't know maybe that wasn't i don't even remember we talked about it in literally the like the whole two episodes ago. listeners but, you were there you know what yeah, we're talking you were there. about you know what we're talking about so were we but, but like, we don't know what we're talking about but like even when she was in pain she could like choose not to scream which right. made no exactly. sense and like here she is in this like very confusing situation i mean to her credit she's just still bella like she gets upset and then she sees everybody else get upset and then she's like oh i shouldn't be upset and jasper's like that was weird you're gaslighting yourself honestly right it's like (laughs) oh you're just a people pleaser like you have a problem (laughs) you can't let yourself be upset about things that you're upset about and you're suppressing your emotions but it's but it's portrayed as like, oh, she's so perfect. She can like control her emotions, and she isn't out of control. I know, literally, what she says. I mean, this sounds nice, and I talk about this in therapy all the time. But, but Jasper's like, you know, controlling your emotions, Bella. I've never seen a newborn do that. Stop an emotion in its tracks. And well, one, I don't know that she necessarily. I mean, I guess he would know if she actually stopped the emotion in mm-hmm. its tracks. But I was like. No, to me, this definitely feels a lot like, oh, wait, uh, all these people are feeling this thing, so I should also be feeling this thing. Ergo, everything's fine. And I'm like, that sounds like a problem. And also... Well, I feel, though, that, like, the fact that she has, like, the mental capacity to be like, oh, this is what they're feeling, and therefore I should adjust mine, like, kind of reinforces their point, which is that most newborns, like, can't do that that's like, fair. even if they were people pleasers like they're just so at the whims of their instincts and their yeah. thirst that they're out of their normal minds and bella isn't that's fair but i think that this plays into like the general portrayal of bella as yeah. a like saintly woman oh i agree i think it's annoying <laughs> <laughs> and i i think a lot of it is that she has no needs ever like, Bella is perfect because she has no needs. Like, as a new- newborns are, like, out of control and have so many needs that it inconveniences everyone and is dangerous. And Bella is perfect because even as a newborn, she does not have needs. She doesn't need anything. I, I want to give a more generous reading to this, which is rare. Um, I, feel like, <laughs> I really don't care for this book. Um, but... I, I feel like I've, like, heard people say in the past that, like, what they really like about Breaking Dawn is that as a human, Bella never felt quite right. Like, she wasn't great at making friends. She didn't fit in. She was, like, always clumsy. She just always, like, felt out of step with everybody else. And even when she's, like, really popular, she, like, doesn't get to enjoy that because it doesn't feel right to her. But as a vampire, she's, like, the best vampire, like... This is her transformation into what she was meant to be and meant to do. Um, and I do like that reading. 
I also think it's annoying that Bella is, like, magically good and, like, doesn't even need to worry about her thirst. Because it's like, well, what, what's the cost? If you're going to turn into a vampire, why don't we feel, like, what you're sacrificing? You don't have to sacrifice anything. You don't even lose Charlie. Like... She is in a like, few chapters. Oh, we're gonna hang out with him. I should call Charlie, but like, oh, he'll under he'll realize that my voice is different. Like, I don't know. So we get like one little moment of that, right? But there it is true. One... It's like she wakes up and she's like, "I have my baby, and now don't have to deal with what it's like to have a baby." <laughs> Guess what? I still am horny. That was the main thing that I didn't want to lose <laughs> as a human. Yep. Check. My husband is even more beautiful than I thought he was. And I guess I could drink some blood, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) There was one point later in this chapter, and I know it's kind of skipping ahead, but I did really like it when Alice brings the mirror for her to see herself. Yeah, I agree. Because Bella looks in the mirror, and she sees this, like, supernaturally beautiful woman, and she's scared. Because she's like, I don't recognize myself like I don't look like me and that got me thinking like if your entire face changes and your instincts change and like your species changes like who are you you anymore like who Who, even knows right what what is your identity yeah this did feel like a moment where Bella doesn't want to show everybody that she's scared but she's like legitimately really terrified looking in the mirror and she doesn't know if she can ever get used to this and it felt like kind of good that she would have to, like, pay a cost. <laughs> she, like, had some co- sure, inner conflict. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. And ultimately, yes, she, agree. like, finds little things. She's like, okay, this, like, woman's really beautiful, but, like, her upper lip is, like, a little too big for her lower lip. Like, that's me. Like, <laughs> there are little hints of me in there. Yeah, I did, I did like that. You know, it wasn't just like, oh, she looked in the mirror and suddenly she was beautiful and now she loved herself. Mm-hmm. Like, that I would have. I would have just keeled over. Yeah, it was a really good choice that Stephanie made there. But I'm also glad that she had the moment of of liking it. Because I was worried that she wouldn't enjoy it at all. Right. Beautiful. But she does have a moment of pleasure. Yeah, she gets there. But but it's clear that it's going to be like a journey. Oh, and she doesn't like her eyes being red. Right. Which is also relatable. Yeah, yeah that, I would yeah, hate that. that. Awful. <laughs> Chaos. Um, anyway, so yeah, Carlisle is like, "Oh my gosh, so sorry. You're probably really thirsty." And she's like, "Technically, sure." Um, she's like, "I don't know how to hunt, though." <laughs> they're like, "You'll figure it out." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna crouch and hiss immediately. I'm sure I mean, it does great. make sense that you would have to be taught how to hunt things, like. You know, little baby lions have to be taught how to hunt things. Little baby lions. (laughs) I have heard that, like, if, like, a mountain lion is orphaned or something, like, it's not going to survive on its own because, like, they don't learn how to be sneaky. Oh. Like, they, like, learn how to be sneaky from their moms. Like, if they're orphaned, they don't. They're just, like, scrambling around. (laughs) Yeah, like my cat was before. She would never catch a mouse in the wild. (laughs) Good luck, tuna. (laughs) Okay, and then she is like, oh, yeah, my daughter. Can I, like, is she around? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, no, you shouldn't see her. She's around. Don't you hear her heartbeat? Don't you hear that? And she's like, oh, wait, yeah, I do hear that. <laughs> I don't like what Edward says to her. Edward is like, Bella, Edward said soothingly, that's not really a good idea for Bella to see Renesme. She's half human, love. Her heart beats and blood runs in her veins. Until your thirst is positively under control, dot, dot, dot. You don't want to put her in danger, do you? I know. Bella's like, like well, no, of course not. You don't need to say it like that. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I think she got it. Feels it. like being gaslit to me. I also kind of felt like they didn't talk about this. Here's like one more thing that they didn't talk about beforehand. Like, I guess they were too preoccupied with whether Bella, Bella would survive this whole right, situation. Fair. But 
Again, no game plan. Nobody ever makes any plans in this family. No, and if they no. do, they keep it to themselves. They keep it to themselves, and we find out about it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like, later in this book, when Alice just pieces out and doesn't tell anybody anything. <laughs> like, she goes on a little side quest. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was a little, like, of course, it's in character for Alice to be like, um, you promised that I would be there for this <laughs> moment. And Bella's like, what are you talking about? And then she goes to get the mirror, which is, like, simultaneously cute and also, like, every Cullen continuing to have one personality trait. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, and then she sees Jasper and truly sees Jasper's face yeah. for the first time. This was kind of cool. And He's got a lot of scars, y'all. Covered in scars. She's like, oh, turns out his dominant feature is being covered in scars. And she was she like, like, wow, he's yeah. He's scary. I'm scared yeah. of him. <laughs> My instincts tell me he's dangerous. <laughs> the scars were like a lighted billboard. Dangerous, they screamed. How many vampires had tried to kill Jasper? Hundreds? Thousands? The same number that had died in the attempt. Oh. I was like, that is scary. That is scary. <laughs> And Jasper, like, kind of smiles a little. He's like, yeah, I know. I am intimidating. I am scary, thanks. All right, then, yeah, she looks in the mirror. We talked about that. She's surprised to hear that Jacob is still around, which, yeah, I guess that would be surprising if. He was all like, I don't want to be around you when you become a vampire. <laughs> There's a moment where, what, hang on, let me find it. I can find it really quickly. It's like one page away. Um, Bella's like, I'm sorry, I'm confused. Like, what's wrong? And Carlisle is like, um, nothing. Just a lot's happening. Don't worry. And she's like, okay, but like, can you tell me more? And like, everybody looks at each other and they're like, no. <laughs> you should go eat something. I mean, Just to be fair, I I do agree she shouldn't be told that Jacob has imprinted on her baby because if the rage that I remember happens happens and she's also thirsty, I'd be like, Which, yo, you're like, dead. Look, Bella is right. Like, uh, she is. <laughs> I know that okay. Jacob wouldn't be like, I'm a groomer, but we know oh he is. So. <laughs> Um, if a vampire, if a newborn vampire bit a werewolf, what is stronger? The need to drink blood or the dis- absolute disgust <laughs> at the taste of werewolf? Honestly, I would feel like the disgust. I think it would take over. I don't think they would do it. Yeah. I think it depends on the scenario. Like, normal day, it's disgust. But it's like, if you're Carlisle and you haven't discovered drinking animal blood yet... Then, and you're, like, trying to abstain from human blood, you know, and you've been starving, you'd probably drink it even though you're disgusted. If you're starved, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And also, this disgusting thing has just told you that he's in love with your baby. Well, right. Killing him is separate from drinking him. Then you drain him just out of... And then you just drain him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think it's interesting that... So Bella is, like, supernaturally in control of herself, and I think it's interesting that they're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Edward at one point says, it's very impressive, Bella, but we don't understand it. Like, what's up <laughs> with you? We don't know how long it can hold. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Which is, like, an interesting way of thinking about it. Yeah, I, I just kind of feel like if she's, like, in control of herself, it doesn't make sense to me that a day later she'll, like, snap and be a regular newborn. Like, I mean, maybe if she, like, gets... I could see it, right, growing. Right. And And Bella is bad at expressing her desires and emotions and needs, so she might, like, be suppressing it so much that, like, all of a sudden she can't suppress it anymore. But generally speaking, I agree with you that it would just be, like, it would grow over time, and then she'd be like, okay. Now I'm hungry. Now I'm really (laughs) thirsty, though. (laughs) And I mean, Um, I guess... They're they're learning a lot about I don't know vampires and turning and all that jazz because like 
I mean, they thought that the morphine thing was a good idea. I guess right. it wasn't. Turns out jabbing her straight to the heart was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, because she only went through it for two days instead of three. Two and, a, two and some change. Also, I mean, to be fair, they haven't seen that many newborns. I guess I right. don't know. We don't know how many Jasper newborns, has. like, Carlisle has experience of. Right. Ones where and you're Jasper like, does, but also, like, I don't know, do, have any of them ever turned someone who wanted to be turned? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Like, that might just be a profoundly different experience. Right. How and, like, did they're, you know like... what you're getting yourself into. Do you guys remember how their, like, cousins, basically, in Denali turned? No. Uh, we got their whole origin story they all the same quote-unquote mom but i don't remember like the circumstances of their turning i guess yeah because i don't know if you woke up as a newborn vampire without even knowing that vampires exist like that's right terrifying yes that's like deep and confusion and fear right. and like you don't know what's happening to you and you're really hungry and you're really thirsty and you just went through unimaginable pain for three days right. and you can't imagine... remember you're a human you can barely remember being a human apparently imagine how strong Emmett must have been as a newborn because he's the strongest vampire strong. i also feel like he's newborn the type be even stronger to like test it out yep like, I wonder oh, yeah. what the weirdest thing Emmett did as a newborn vampire was. <laughs> Just to see if he like, could. Can we somehow connect a chain to a mountain? <laughs> and see if can I can pull I it. Can I lift Mount Rushmore? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna bench one of those Emmett Island statues? You mean no, Easter Island? Em- yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, we're talking about Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, Edward is, like, bummed that he can't hear Bella. And she doesn't say it out loud, obviously. But she's like, yeah, thank God. Yeah, thank God. (laughs) Um, because she, like, sees herself in the mirror and she looks at Edward and is, like, disappointed. And he's like, yes. And she's like, ouch. She's like, no, (laughs) that I can't read your mind. Imagine if he actually was, like, yeah, I liked you better as a human. Really thought that you It's like, um... Like when the beast transforms in, back into a human. Oh my and god, yeah. He's like somehow uglier as a human than he was as a beast. And then you have to like <laughs> question everything you knew about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, by definition, she has to become more beautiful. She has so, to. So, I it mean, works. I guess it doesn't make sense that anyone would be like no to that okay but sometimes when people are too perfect they are just sort of weird okay yeah well that is not what happens in this universe (laughs) plus i am a little bit surprised that edward doesn't have the same experience of like do you look like yourself well he already has perfect vampire eyes so he can already see how she does look exactly like herself (laughs) (laughs) Because truly, like, even when people, like, get a nose job, sometimes they look like a totally, like, they're unrecognizable. Jennifer Grey, like, ruined her career getting a nose job. Really? Yeah, she, She's like, after Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, right? Yeah. yeah. She played Baby. Dirty Dancing yeah. is my favorite movie. I um, didn't know that the nose job is what, I don't know. Well, so they say. Yeah, so I mean, say. maybe there were other factors, but right. she got a nose job and... And, like, had a lot of trouble getting cast after that. Like, she didn't look like herself anymore, and she also, like, wasn't as unique anymore, they say. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, she's still very pretty, but she does look really different. Yeah. Um, I had a thought. (laughs) It hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's kind of funny when Bella's like, huh. Well, I guess my brain will never work right. At least I'm pretty. <laughs> I'd probably say that. I love a good joke. Like, yes, let's go. Yeah, remember when Bella was funny? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to have her back. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think we I think we did it. Yeah, yeah I mean, covered it. And yeah, and then she there's I feel like another nice little button. Um, 
where so like the end well then we get to this so i unwrapped edward's arms from around me keeping one of his hands and turned my back on the strange and beautiful woman in the mirror Ooh. end of chapter oh hi kitty other kitty is now here <laughs> hi will you be good hi puppy um all right best sentence worst sentence good boy I have my words. It's right here. Go ahead. She's touching her own neck. (laughs) Oh, I know this. (laughs) So smooth, it was somehow soft, though it was hard as stone, too. (laughs) I know what she's trying to say, but I'm still annoyed. It's a lot of telling and not showing. It just doesn't. Yeah. And honestly, I think I might go for a best just for the um, entertainment factor alone. Okay. But as Edward's hand curled to the shape of my face like satin-covered steel, desire raced through my dried-out veins, singing from my scalp to my toes. Uh, Listeners, if you don't know, the phrase satin-covered steel is infamously used extensively as a metaphor for an erection (laughs) especially in sarah j moss's books but also (laughs) in lots of other books and it was hilarious to me that she accidentally used this same description like while she's being horny but it's just like about his hand (laughs) it really got me Uh, my best sentence is a similar one. Um, it doesn't. Ha- it didn't make me think of an erection, but <laughs> um, it might even be like slightly farther down. But his touch seemed to sweep beneath the surface of my skin, right through the bones of my face. And I was like, oh, oh, oh boy, <laughs> I want to feel that. <laughs> I don't know if I do want to feel. That. I want to feel it. <laughs> okay i've got my worst we already talked about it a little bit and then i took a whole second wow one whole second that's so long for you bella (laughs) to run quickly through those first days with edward the true beginning of my life in my head so that i would never forget them fuck renee i guess (laughs) fuck everyone else in your life it's like I don't like that. I'm gonna go with my worst as we already read it. Uh, just because I was like, oh, what? Taste a faint hint of something warm and desirable. Something that should be moist, but wasn't. Dot, dot, dot. This is truly pass. You know what? I don't know that I actually think this is a best... But my eyes just landed on it. I never really thought about it before. And it's such a weird description that I just want to share it with people. So it's what I'm going to pick. Okay. She's describing what Edward looks like with her beautiful vampire eyes. (laughs) His face was glowing like a white flame burned from behind his diamond skin. What is that? Like a white flame burning from behind? Behind. Diamond. It's like diamond skin. Ooh. <laughs> like I feel like a flame has like a warmth to it that distinguishes mm-hmm. it from like a fluorescent light bulb, but mm-hmm. it's like white, so there's not a warmth. And also flames like flicker and move. Like is there like a shimmer? Like what are you talking about? <laughs> it's strange, but there's I kind of like it, but I kind of don't. This chapter. <laughs> hey, that's right. it. Uh, the cats are ready to play, so this episode is <laughs> over. Email us with so questions hungry. or comments at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, please let me know what you think wait, the wait, weirdest wait, thing Emmett did as a newborn was. Or. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, or tell us, if you had brand new vampire eye powers, what would you want to look at? <laughs> like, what would you, like, want to see? That's a good like, one. I, I feel like. like I don't know. I feel like looking at crystals would be really cool. <laughs> looking at crystals would be amazing with vampire eyes. Like, they'd have such 
depth and beauty. I would never. I would. This would be an instance where I would not need to ever sleep because I'd just be looking at crystals for the entirety of my existence. Wow. Or like the night sky, like you can just like see the rings of Saturn without the the moon. Oh my god! I want to. Sometimes I do feel like I'm like I can tell my eyesight isn't good enough to like truly appreciate the moon. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, write in. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash Podcast. Thank you to our patrons Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Lemi, Melissa, Chance, Kings, Gambit, Miriam, Rachel, Olivia, Sabine, Hannah, Fidia, Linguini, Aaron, Grace, Maddie, and Madeline. You can follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Face Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer we own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by... I think it's Olivia. Oh, no. <laughs> me, apparently. <laughs> Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. And all sounds at the end of this podcast are brought to you by my two cats. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be back next week or the week after that. Oh, no, we're going and to if break. you don't like Taking it... Yeah, because guess what? <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then... Melissa Scissors getting married. married. Yeah. Okay, okay bye. if you don't like it, you can invite me. Yeah, bye us, bye.